goggle placino over here. He's wearing his swim goggles. Here is a really hot tip for you, Jen, for everyone listening. Use goggles when you're cutting an onion and you won't have crying. I remember we went to Tofino one time and you you did that. That was the first time I ever saw someone do that and you just like confidently went to go grab your goggles and put them on while you're cutting onions for burgers or something like that. Right. I was like, wow, that's legendary. Yeah, thank that's you. That's cool. And it's funny, today we... um. We decided to smash a mirror because it's Friday the 13th and we're going to see what kind of bad luck comes our way. Right. And uh, I was like, you should get some goggles. And I was thinking, like, maybe you have some, like, work goggles or something at home. <laughs> that was stupid of me <laughs> to think that. And then you came back outside from the building with your swim goggles on. <laughs> and it worked fine. And they did. You protected your eyes. No shards of glass in my no eyes. No gloves, though. You got a little slice and dice on like, your... Oh, I just got a little bit of a shard. I think yeah. that's why all these, you know, the mirror smashing thing is like, it's not bad luck. It's just like, now there's glass everywhere. The bad luck is you could get hurt. <laughs> yeah. And likely would, yeah. Yeah. I We've been doing all these things for like, just a really silly video. Did you think this video was going to be more impressive when we first pitched it? I did when we <laughs> first pitched it, and then now I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. And, and I love it because of it. It's very stupid. Mm -hmm. But please may I say that this... Our video, it's like, you know, like a Freaky Friday, Friday the 13th rolls around like a bunch of times, you know, through your lifespan, whatever. Mm -hmm. This one particular, I think it's because of the full moon as well. It's like a news story now. Oh, yeah. So I've seen other radio people like do little jokey things across the country for Freaky Friday. Like what? Like with ladders and stuff. and mm, like. Yeah. But I want to say that our video, as very stupid as it is, is still the most ambitious one. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. This uh, listener brought in these two huge like floor-to-ceiling mirrors for us a tarp and a sledgehammer so we could smash a mirror and yeah. you did how did it feel so good i bet it sounded like it was so loud i was not expecting that I me mean, neither it was like in my my right ear like lost sound for really? a second yeah because it was so loud i wasn't Whoa. expecting that either yeah it was know. like a gunshot it was it was spooky it was rad yeah um, and then, but we also did like the black, we got a black hat to walk in front of me mm. and I went under a ladder and undid all the spooky things, but, and I don't believe it at all, yeah. obviously, oh. but there is a tiny little part of me <gasps> that if anything bad happens to me for the next decade, I'm going to be like, oh, God damn it. That stupid video. It was that day where I did all those things. It was that full moon freaky Friday where I did all those things. In my arrogance, right? Like, looked right into the, the eyeballs of fate and didn't blink. But you never blink at fate, Jenny. No. I, I'm i excited to see what bad shit happens. <laughs> oh, bring it on. I'm in. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to maybe getting on a ferry tonight and having a little Titanic moment. Or like, um, what else is going to happen? Um... Maybe I get food poisoning. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe I uh, faint today. <laughs> you didn't do any of the bad luck stuff, though. Why would it like go on to you? Oh, because I'm powerful. You think that like, oh, the bad right. luck? I didn't do anything. Is gonna like, but oh because gosh. I'm so powerful, the bad luck is gonna come to me, but it won't do me because it can't attack me through my power. And I think it deflects because, and goes on to you because you're near me. I don't think it has nothing to do with your power. I think it's more that I was supportive in what you were doing. Yesterday in a meeting. Um, Bosman and Johnny paid us the first compliment in two years of working together, probably, right? And it wasn't his compliments, certainly. It was like he was reading compliments that someone else had sent about yeah, us, yeah. a radio consultant. And then he looks at me and he goes, do you have a boner yet? And then looks at your who. What? 
Did he glance at my deal? Did point to that? Okay. Everyone thinks I'm an egomaniac or something like that. But Jenny, I actually like hate getting compliments. I like like them, and then I'm like, I don't know how to, re- I don't know how to react to them. Yeah, I like look away. I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm like, I'm actually kind of humble in that way. Yeah, you get uncomfortable because you have this huge boner all of a sudden. It's not just a boner. You have to do something about it. You're in a social situation. You're in a meeting with your boss, and boom, a boner, boner comes out. Boner alert! So that's another level that you think that, like, oh, I I was paid a compliment. Oh, boner! Like, oh! Wow, my direction! Like, why would anyone get a boner when you pay them a compliment? Also, why is our boss saying that to you? You're just like, well, that was severely inappropriate. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, How do we move forward in this meeting? Uh, that was so funny. Yeah, that was the highlight of my week for sure. And Why that's didn't he ask me if I had a boner? Yeah, that right? would have been equality. Like, you should have. double standard. So, honestly. Honestly. Because, yeah, it would have been a lot more appropriate for you to be like, yeah, because you don't. But I could have had one. Then what? I would have felt so awkward. Like, yeah, I need to leave the room for a second. It's unrelated. I was thinking about <laughs> something else while you were paying me compliments. That's what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. What a meeting that was, too. It was a great one. Yeah. So okay. thanks for listening to this pod, I guess. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy. You. Bye. Oh, the very popular Howard the Gnome's future had been up in the air for weeks due to the fact that he stands 25 feet tall. This is 16 inches taller than zoning allows. Yeah, but good news. Sanich has approved the height variance, and this is very hopeful for me, Jenny. Why is that? Because, okay, I'm just going to wheel it in here. What the? No, what is that? I'm hopeful that James Bay will also allow for this. It's a 40-foot statue of you in a bottoms-only loincloth to go by your house. I don't want that. I didn't ask for that one. 40 feet. Of my loincloth. It's made of gold. Oh, no, Paul White. What have you done? That's not going to fit in the storage unit. The cats aren't going to like it. We've been talking about this for years, it seems. <laughs> the day that BC Ferries finally serves beer and wine on their vessels. Okay. And we have a date. Not an exact date, but sometime in October is when it's supposed to happen. Uh, so we could be seeing some like local beers and some wines um, at the Pacific Buffet menu on certain vessels. That's from Vancouver to Victoria. So the spirit of Vancouver Island, the spirit of British Columbia and the coastal celebration will be testing this out for one year. They're going to do a little trial, see how it goes, see yeah. if people are into it, see how much money they make oh, from make it oh, yeah. and then go from there. Okay, a couple of things. Number one. With this, like, ambiguous date thing. It's so stupid. How about just do it and then just tell us that you're doing it? Because when you say that, <laughs> like, uh, sometime in October, maybe, but we don't really know. And then, like, Halloween's going to roll around and they're still not doing it. And we're like, where's this Uber? And yeah. where's the booze? I, right? It's, like, so stupid with the dates. Oh, it's okay. coming. It's coming. Well, we know it's October. Yeah, That's but just, like, have it rolled out and then announce Hey, we've been doing it. And then the conversation would be like, oh my God, they're already doing it? Yeah. So, number I could one. I see that. Number two, it's in the buffet. I have a confession. Go on. I have never been to the Pacific Buffet. Oh, my favorite thing. That's what I've heard. Now, is this going to be open bar or what? It's <laughs> like you go to the buffet because it's all you can eat. Oh. And like a big part of that, I get my money's worth in coffee. I'm sitting there chain drinking coffees all the whole time. Yeah. 
Well, I don't think that would be a good idea at all to have an open bar on the ferry, but, um, <laughs> you know, you can enjoy one or two. But, like, I already paid $25 to get into that buffet most that's, of the time. That's the thing, too, right? So they're making a killing now. And if people are going in there, for me, I've never been in the buffet. Am I going to now because there's beer behind those doors? I don't know if I will. So I got to pay $25 just to eat eggs. And then <laughs> and then I also got to pay, what, $7, 8 for, for a beer. beer now? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how well it does. I know, of course, one of the uh, common uh, backlash that they get is like, does this promote drinking and driving? No. And BC Ferries says, no, you're you're exercising the same thing you do in any restaurant or establishment, yeah. right? Yeah. Can yeah. I just say that's a dumb take? Before you take to the newspaper or like the mm-hmm. check news is... Instagram or like Facebook post about this tonight. The like this promotes drinking and driving is a dumb take. Also, the majority of people who go on BC ferries go by foot because guess what? It's kind of expensive to get your car across. So that too. We've Thank been, you yeah, so much yeah, for the ribs. So, you brought yeah. leftover ribs for me. and I am, No, you just did. We're eating your lunch and then I had it. Yeah, I will. I, I'll be honest. You. They weren't specifically for you. I thought I was going to be yeah. able to finish them today. But um, yeah, that's from Rib Fest. I went yesterday to go get some ribs for dinner. They're so good that I'm going to like gnaw the rest of the meat off of the bone that you didn't finish gnawing meat off of. Ew, like, this was wow. all in your mouth, right? Yeah, probably. I don't care. The ribs are so good. Yeah, this morning I really had uh, quite the feast. I had mm. r- leftover ribs and I tried to make a breakfast sandwich out of it. Mm. It was ideal, man. Yeah, I bet. A you rib? put eggs on that too? Oh yeah, avocado, mm. egg, barbecue sauce. It was delicious. Yeah, I bet. Would recommend. Um, but yeah, I was able to enjoy Rib Fest. Uh, it was a busy weekend in Victoria. There was yeah. also Beer Fest going on, so I went for both days of that, too. Did you go get hammered at Beer Fest two days I in a row? Even, no, no. I had sips. Leave me alone. Don't lie to me, Jennifer. <laughs> okay, no, but I, what, what I was thinking was that um, wouldn't it be great if one year Beer Fest and Rib Fest combined efforts and created a Beer and Rib Fest? Adjacent parks. Yeah, just across the street from each other. That would be great. I would love that. Because there was at one point where I was at Beer Fest and I was like, I could go for some ribs right now. Yeah. And vice versa, when you're at Rib Fest, all you want to do is crush beers. There you go. But you took my advice, right? Mm -hmm. Out at Rib Fest. I told you this last year. You see the long line, you see all the trophies out in front of Rib Fest, and you're like, that's crazy. I'm not going to buy into the hype. Mm -hmm. I'll go to Big Country Bear Fest Mountain Rigamaroo ribs with no trophies and no line. Yep. Not as good. Yeah, so I we decided to divide and conquer at Rib Fest. Um, so my sister went to one with a lot of trophies, and I went to one with a, a smaller line. The line actually took longer, and the ribs weren't as good in the one that didn't have all the trophies. So those trophies aren't nothing. They're not nothing. Um, did you have a bloomin' onion? Kirsten said she no, had a bloomin' onion. I know. I always miss out too. <sighs> it looks so good though. Oh, I can't wait for next year's Rib Fest. Yeah, I'm feeling it today. <laughs> so many ribs I in love my ribs. belly. Yeah, thank you for sharing. First thing I saw today when I opened up my Twitter phone was um, a, a tweet from our mayor, Lisa Helms, mm-hmm. um, saying, okay, she's, it's like a screenshot of a tweet that was sent out about her. And this tweet has like 1,200 likes, 800 yeah. retweets. Like it's a very popular tweet, which me, is concerning. That is concerning. Let me read this. Uh, oh, I don't even think it wrong. should be read really? on the radio. I don't know. I don't like it. I just want to read it because I want to say like how... Wrong it is. Okay. Okay? And then her response Uh, is really good. Yeah. The mayor of Victoria just decided to take down all the Christmas lights this year, not to offend the Muslims and all of the Somalians there. I said before, she's the stupidest woman in Canada taking down Sir John McDonald's statue. 
Yeah, no. So she responded, this post is a total and absolute lie. Um, and she, you, and then she's like, do I have to get off of Twitter as well? Because she deleted her Facebook account right. earlier because it's just a toxic sludge hateful, town. Yeah. She said, this tweet is generating hateful emails from across the country to which I feel a need to respond. I hope she's got a form letter ready to go now. I hope she's not mm-hmm. taking the time out of her day running our city to write back every one of these dumb, dumb From ding-dongs. across Canada, who people who don't even live here right? also. To who want to yell racist things at her. Mm-hmm. She says, the actual facts are that we are supporting the Downtown Victoria Business Association and expanding. She put, I'll yell that because she did it in caps. Expanding the holiday light up this year. Sheesh. Yeah, so they're actually putting like more money into it, and they're expanding it, and nothing is being taken down. They're not taking away Christmas, sir. It's okay. Yes. So there ain't a war on Christmas. There mm-hmm. ain't. Especially not here in Victoria. You can love Christmas. You can put up the lights, and no one's trying to take that away from you. You can love whatever it. holiday you celebrate in Victoria. That's great. There's something for everyone. The like the, the the stinky desperation of like oh they're expanding it to include more in different cultures, but does that mean that my culture won't be the big one anymore? This is like get over it mm-hmm. and. Absolutely. Get off of social media. Quit spreading this hateful, trashy nonsense around. Because guess what? If you don't like the mayor for whatever reason, that's fine. We're living in a society that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Right? But like when you share absolute false, fakey, falsy, false hoes. Yeah. Falsy falses about it. (laughs) Things that are complete lies. Yeah. Guess what that does? Like It generates even more anger and hate and it just circulates. I mean, that tweet alone got more tweets than Mayor Lisa helps, which is just, yeah, very concerning. Get your facts right. Come on. That's all. It's wild. Like there's becoming a really well-defined grocery store environment in Victoria. Yeah, culture. That that new save on downtown is like... It's bangerang. That's the best thing that has ever happened to me. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But it's like you are going to run into so many people you know down there. It's like yeah. like you were saying, it's all these young working professionals who live downtown and around there. So like yeah. you and I and everyone we know, it all shops there at once. And sometimes that's great. And sometimes I'm just like earbuds in talking to nobody. Yeah. Get your groceries for the week and leave and not talk. Exactly. That's how I like the grocery shop. Mm-hmm. There's so many like, eh, how's it going? How's it going? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah what Small you talk over days? here. Oh, Small talk. Oh, yeah. Do you like chips? Oh, I'm getting well, some yeah. chips. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, a lot of that. There's a heads up from Marcy. Yeah. She says, order your groceries and pick it up from Save On Foods. It changed my life. Amazing. Oh, yeah. That's great. And that sounds like a Save On Foods commercial right now. But I'm not going to do that, Jen. <laughs> Are you? Because I actually, as much as I'm saying, like, I just, pl- I just cram my AirPods in and I don't talk to nobody and all that and I just grind out my grocery shop. doesn't sound like I'm having fun there, mm. but I actually really do enjoy that process. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Do you? Uh, not really. It's part of my life. It's like a very ritualistic Sunday unwind time. That's good. You don't? Yeah, no, I uh, I don't really like it. Um, I don't do it very often, to be honest, because I get those subscription boxes. So I really yeah. do get my food delivered to my door. So I can't say that I love it. I wrote, it's fine when I have to do it. You know, it's fine. I love it. That's good. Wander around. Yeah. Sniff the avocados. Sniff them? Sniff them. Give the apples a good little touch. Slap? A spank? <laughs> yeah, I, I spanked the pineapples. That's good. Hey, uh, oh boy, we got some celery sticks oh, here. Oh, now he's back again, spanking all the fruit. <laughs> yeah, let's give these celery sticks a little flick. Hey there, cute pet. Celery stick.
How's how's the firmness of the cellar? He's whispering to all the fruit again. Oh, boy. It's peaches. peaches. Let me whisper in your ear. How's that peach fuzz? Okay, let's... So I've told you this, I've been telling you this for a week now that I'm not coming to our meeting tomorrow because I'm going to stay home and watch the uh, Apple event in its entirety. They're going to be announcing new iPhones tomorrow, new Apple Watches likely, other gadgets and gizmos, and I am going to stay home and watch the whole entire thing. Okay. Part of me thinks that it is part of my work to be able to properly report on this, a news story. But then you're missing work to... To watch it, I'm I missing mean, the I meeting. Fine. I know what the meeting is. All this is the same meeting we have every single week. Bossman Johnny takes blah blah blah, talks forever, like and then the last thing is I'll just get it in an email later. Big whoop. That's true. Yeah. Um, it just sounds like the last thing that I would ever want to do. If someone was like, "Hey, I'll pay you twenty five dollars to sit here and watch all of this TED talk about Apple products," I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the money. <laughs> okay. So tomorrow we'll be probably they'll be announcing the iPhone eleven, which uh, to me is a little bit. I do have a little bit of sadness that now I won't have the newest iPhone. That's a that's a thing. That's how they get you. That's how they get you, right? Mm-hmm. What do you have? Um, 10R. <laughs> well, now it's going to be an it's 11. No good. It'll be a little bit nicer. Yeah. Um, It'll have a bigger screen. Yeah, or something. I don't know. Yeah, a new headphone jack or something. Yeah, it's probably what's going to have is you can press your thumb into it and then it'll unlock as. But on the screen rather than the tummy button. Wow. <laughs> and then also, um, a new watch likely will come out tomorrow as well. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to buy one of those. But anyways, just so everyone knows, I'm on it, okay? If you're, if you're into it as well and you want to know about the new gadgets and gizmos galore, great. I got your back. I will be covering it from my home. <laughs> okay? Can you stream it live? It's your reaction? Oh, Do you live tweet it maybe? Yeah, I might do a live tweet or two. That'd be sure. cool. Yeah. At Paul Blasino. How was the um, event this morning? Thanks, Jenny. You're welcome. I took the morning off to stay home and watch the entire thing. I thought you were kidding when you were saying that yesterday. I've been saying it to you for a week. Yeah, that's true. Um, the watch is nice. I'm going to buy the new watch for sure. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. nice about the watch? Well, there's only one thing new about the new watch, oh. <laughs> but I like it. See, okay, see how I'm going to watch now, my old Apple Watch? See how it's like it's black like this? Yeah. Right? And then I turn it up, and then it turns on. Very cool. The, fl- the face. The new one is just always on. Is that a good thing? Yeah. But doesn't it drain the battery more? Nah. Okay. So you're going to spend a couple thou on that? What? Not a couple of thou. Have one, one thou in a bit. Anyways, gonna buy that. That's nice. nice. <laughs> so wait, that's the only thing that's different. So you need to upgrade because of that. Sometimes you're doing push-ups and you can't turn your wrist. When have you ever done a push-up? <laughs> have you know I do 100 push-ups a day? That's not true. <laughs> Prove it. Get down and do a push-up. I just, I do some push-ups. Okay. The new iPhone is crazy bonkers bad, I'm thinking. Oh, really? I yeah, you know, I am blown away by how ugly it is on the back. I've never heard you say that about an Apple product. See, first they showed the new iPhone 11. You can find out all about this. It's like the iPhone 11 is kind of replacing the iPhone 10R, which is what I have, and it's nice. Okay. And um, this new one on the back, though, it has this like square with two camera lenses on it. Mm. And I saw that, and I'm just like, oh, my God, over the top, too many lenses. That's ridiculous. Unnecessary. Yeah. Then they're like, but guess what? Now we're going to show you the iPhone 11 Pro. 
it's even better. And it's replacing the iPhone XS and okay. X Max, whatever. I don't know what any of that means, but yeah, okay. People know. Okay. Yeah, people who pay attention know. Who like iPhones. And there's another lens. So and this is what you texted me when yeah. it came out. There's so many holes in the back of this I, thing. I hate it. I was expecting to come in today with no opinions about Apple. I didn't even want to talk about it. Sure. I don't care at all, but right. I care now because I hate it. I hate it it's so ugly. much. It's too many holes. It's too many holes. And then people were photoshopping even more lenses on it, and yeah. it really triggers a like trypophobia, which is something that I have. And like <laughs> anywhere on Twitter now, there's a whole bunch of photos of like, oh, trypophobia triggering things, and I've been having chills all day, and I hate it. Because of the iPhone. Yeah, like that's it. it. No, I agree. Like Look, it. it's hideous. Mm -hmm. I think there's a guy named Joni Ive who used to work there, who was like in charge of design, and I don't think he works there anymore. And I don't, I don't think he would ever let this happen. No, it's ugly. It's like an ugly back. Because here's the thing, Jen. We got ten seconds to the song starts no. here. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Start the song. I started the song. It's happening. <laughs> okay, to be continued. I have to many be more continued. Thoughts. City and colors in the zone. Don't Royal Blood is in the zone in 91.3 with Figure It Out. So the thing about the, the new iPhone is the, that, like, uh, the, <laughs> listen, and this is a criticism, Jen, listen. I just don't want to. Okay. Is that uh, the phone is as nice as it's ever going to get. It's to the level now where it's like, it's nice. It's the nice phone. Right. It's the right size. It's a nice screen. It's a, do it does all the things. Do it. But they got to keep out cramming out new ones every year, right? Yeah, why? So yeah. the only thing they keep improving is the camera. And that's why there's three friggin' lenses the on the back of this thing. The gonna have 20. We're going to be like, it's wow, be it's got lenses. 20 cameras. Why don't you just get a nice camera, like an Nikon, whatever? Well, and, like, because people you don't, don't want to that. do that. they got to just cram like, camera stuff in the back of it. <sighs> and that's what they keep doing. Why you buy into this, Paul? I'm not. I'm criticizing it. No, but you also buy into it. How am I buying into it? You're going to buy a watch. Yeah, the watch is different. It's a different It's thing. different? Yeah. It's all the same. Are we done with the Apple Watch talk? Yes. Can we talk about Android for once? Yeah, sure. What did they announce? <laughs> Just thought it was a bunch of crappy garbage. So cameras are going to be added to school buses in order to try and catch people who are passing school buses illegally. And we don't pass school buses illegally, but there's plenty of stuff that we do on the road behind the wheel that we don't want cameras to capture. For example, I like to sing to my Smash Mouth CD. Uh, yeah, I'm a show tunes guy myself, but yeah. I don't want anyone catching that. Somebody wants to me the world's Somebody, somebody. Master of the house, keeper of the zoo, ready do 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 do. Pick up my nose. I don't want anyone seeing that. Oh hell yeah, I'm king of the pick and flick. Oh yeah, and then like I also don't want people to catch on camera that I'm just like being sad and talking to myself in the car, you know? <laughs> yeah, you doing a lot of that? I am lonely. Our benefits cover counseling, you know. Okay, sure. The biggest news story today in Victoria, I would say, in my personal opinion, it's definitely top of mind for me, is that a local woman has launched a crowdfunding campaign to open a cat cafe in Victoria. Aww. So these have been popular around, you know, Vancouver has one, Montreal, I think, has a couple, and around the world in Japan, they're very, very popular. Um, but yeah, she decided that, uh, you know, she's working her government job and realized that what makes her happy is cats. 
So she was going to open up a business where it would be like a shelter, like a, a place where, you know, foster cats can hang out and people can adopt them and you can socialize with them, but also a cafe too. That's sweet. So she's trying to raise $7,500 uh, by October the 8th to help cover the initial uh, opening costs. Because mm-hmm. when you send this to me, I see that it's she's starting like a crowdfunding. I'm like, yeah. for what? But people, yeah, don't really realize when you're starting a business like that, there's a lot of initial costs. And if you haven't put aside $8,000 to yeah. get this thing off the ground, um, you know, it's not going to go. So that's interesting and you gotta renovate the space too to accommodate cats yeah as you can imagine and then all the other business things that come with it all the equipment for coffee and everything like (laughs) that but I don't know Um, I don't know if this is actually going to happen with a a crowdfunding campaign usually it's someone who just like you know has money in business and and opens it up but I really hope it works out in Victoria I would love that people love the cat cafes in the cities where they are but then it means that like my illegitimate business where I just like get people to pay to come into my house and drink coffee with my cats is going to go under but that's fine chatting about the new uh, iPhones that came out and everything because they had this uh, Apple announcement event, right? But mm. the first part of it that I was watching today was about Apple trying to like pump up their streaming service. So do they already have a streaming service? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Or I don't know if it's available yet or what. I don't know. It's like between Netflix and Crave and Disney Plus and all the rest yeah. of them. I was like, I don't need to see what Apple's making at this point. I was like, they got a new comedy with Steve Carell and I'm just like, I'm good for now. Yeah, it's like, totally. I'm fine. So today, as a part of their thing to pump it up, they showed this trailer for a show. And this, I was just like, this looks bad. Like This show looks stupid, right? Yeah, I watched it. It was very dramatic and over dramatic, maybe. <laughs> it's like, in the future, nobody can see. And as soon as they said that, my eyes were on like, oh, geez. Oh, like, it actually meant show. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no one gets the show is called See. And no one can see. Except for some babies. And they're protecting the babies that can see. Now a new generation can see. So anyways, and it's got Jason Momoa in it and blah, blah, blah. One thing, though, as I'm watching this, it's just like it felt very over the top, the whole acting and everything. Mm. I can't see. But it looked quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the scenery looked quite beautiful. And so now it should come as no surprise. News has come out that uh, some of this series was actually filmed up near Campbell River and in Strathcona Park. Represent. No. Yeah, we're on the map. I still am not going to watch this no. show. <laughs> but I'll go for a hike in these parks and be like, well, Jason Momoa was here one time. He couldn't see it, though. <laughs> he was pretending not to be able to see. So a uh, bunch of us, uh, Kirsten, James from the Weekend Zone, and DJ Brian Boitano and myself, last night we went out to go and see that It movie. We invited you, but you punked out on us. That's right. You're too afraid of spooky clowns, I guess. That's not it. I'm uh, the queen of horror movies. Okay. Maybe it wasn't scary enough for me. I that's, was really disappointed, actually. The it Part 2 last night, it was not scary. Do you remember that first trailer that came out with the spooky old lady being spooky? Oh, yeah, that looks spooky. Yeah, that scene is spooky until the big reveal, and then it's like, oh, and it's not scary at all. Yeah. You know? So, it just really was not scary enough. So, okay, if you're queen of the spooky movies, this is what I actually want to put out to you and to all zoners listening. What is the last genuinely scary movie that you saw? Because oh, shoot, I wish you asked me before. I have to think about this. Well, let me, let me filibuster here for a minute, okay. but like... Because it, 
The thing that we're going to talk about on this week's podcast, I think, the Geek Out podcast, if we can get our podcast working again, mm-hmm. is just the fact that, like, this is such a wasted opportunity. Bill Skarsgård, as that spooky clown, does such a good job. He's got the, like, creepy eyes that go in the different right. directions, and the costume's really good, and he's doing that super creepy-ass Winnie the Pooh voice, and it's yeah. like, he's so good. This could have been a really great remake of this. It, the cast is incredible. But the writing is bad. The character development's not existent. And then it's not scary because it's a bunch of CGI schlock. It reminds me of like a ham sandwich. Go on. Yeah. Well, that's about it. It's just ham. It's just like overdone. It's kind of like plain and it's kind of for everyone. You know, no one hates a ham sandwich, but it's like very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like for everyone. But okay. Thinking about horror movies that I thought were actually scary. Recently, that hereditary movie that came out, that one was spooky. Really? Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And similarly, that creative. same director, mm. his next movie, Midsummer, I saw. Oh, yeah. That effed me up quite a bit, I would say. Yeah. Uh, that stayed with me. So I want to put that out. Please mm. uh, text it in or call it in or whatever. When's the last time you were actually scared by a movie that came out? Mm. Man, we've got some deer problems happening in the CRD. Yes, so. Hey, you said you went for a drive through Oak Bay the other night and you were surprised at the number of deer, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, I like to go for drives along Oak Bay, along the water at night. I think it's really peaceful. There's not a lot of people on the roads, but there are a lot of deer. A lot. Like, every few blocks, there was a family of deer that you had to, like, keep your eyes on. A whole family? Whole family. Cute. Yeah, they're having a little family outing. It's dinner time, I guess, around that time. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of deer, and they're trying to figure out what they're supposed to do in order to control the population. They've tried many things. They've Mm -hmm. tried, like, euthanizing them. They've tried uh, contraceptive, which I don't... I've never understood how that could work. Yeah, me neither. I think they, like, trank them, and then they probably, like, inject them with something, or are they doing, are they spaying and neutering these deers? Do they have to do that a lot? Because I know with humans and contraceptive, it's like, you have to do that every once in a while. Like, if you're getting a shot, it's Uh like every, you have to do it, like, every three months or something like that. How long does an IUD last, like, three years? Five years. But they're not going to put an IUD in a deer? An IUD. IUD. I know, it's all stupid. So now the CRD has actually asked the province to rein in the deer problem here on the South Island. I have no idea what else they can try to do. Let me pitch you an idea. Okay, let's go. Everyone's sad about killing the deer, right? Yeah. The contraception is a neat idea, but I don't think it really translates or it's difficult to put into practice, like you say. Um, And it's a huge waste. Look at here's what we gotta do wrangle them up. Just wrangle them up and put them on like a big boat. (laughs) Oh, no. And ship them out to one of these Gulf Islands. They actually have enough deer, though, over there. Let them graze. live on the Gulf Islands. Well, like one that's lesser populated, okay? Let the deer graze out there, right? A couple of wolves come over and that kind of sorts itself out. But, like, we don't have... Why? What's wrong with that? Ship them away. Ship them back to the mainland even. Ship them up like to the... Isn't there a ton of forest on the mainland? We just had this... Sunshine Coast we, anything? We just had this issue with garbage in Vancouver, moving it to places around the world. So maybe we shouldn't be shipping things without other people's uh, okay? <laughs> Consent, maybe? Yeah. I'll give permission. A place without a bunch of gardens. How's that? Because mm. that's where the deer will really get you. Owners were texting in, you know, their solutions to the problem, which was like feeding the homeless and things like that. Everyone um, wants to eat these deer. Right? Everyone it's like wants we, to eat them. Yeah. What are the rules around that? <laughs> are there?
their rules around How do people feel about that? Yeah. And first off. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how people feel about that. All right, so from one pest to mm-hmm. another, a little smaller, but like this is just as bad. I think um, three large insects found in the Nanaimo area in August have been confirmed by Canadian and international esper- experts as Asian giant hornets. That sounds spooky. You looked them up and they're huge, right? They're pretty big. They're like larger than a quarter. So who cares, right? We got a fun new hornet, I guess. But no, no, this is a big whoop because these insects kill honeybees. They said that they could kill up to 50 honeybees in a day. So they just go into these beehives and just destroy they could just wipe out the whole hive in a short period of time. Oh, yeah. The Ministry of Agriculture is getting in on this, and, like, it's a worrisome thing. Mm-hmm. So according to the ministry, uh, these Asian giant hornets do not seek out human food and feed on insects only. But, like, what can we do about this? Is there anything, like, should I just, like, indiscriminately, if I see anything that's hornet-esque, to just get kill them? I don't know. There's only three on the island so far, but they're here. Right, exactly. Three can multiply, like we've seen with a deer, man. We've been hearing that there are some no good big old hornets, those big giant hornets in our town, and we're not going to stand for it today. No, we're going to get out there and we're going to take these hornets on. We're going to bust them. We got our backpacks on, their vacuums. Yeah, we got we got our our venom spit coming at them too. We got our venom-proof masks we're going to wear. We're going to suck them up. And we even have our own stingers, so we can sting them back. Yeah, you ever see the guy trying to sting a hornet back? Take this, Hornet. They've been eating our bumblebees, our bumbleboys, and killing them nonstop. So now it's time that we give them a taste of their own medicine. We're coming for you, you stupid giant killer hornets. Get ready to get busted. We're busted. We got special killer hornet busting names. I'm Horn Dog. And I'm Killer P. We here to save the day. Guess what? It burns when you pee. What? <laughs> well, Justin Trudeau today sounded the starting horn. Flamp! We got a federal election, baby. Oh, man. Here we go. It's happening. Formally. We're in. You want to talk? You want to hear? Who are you going to vote for, do you think? Hey, I'm not going to say that on the radio. Oh, really? <laughs> Who are you going to vote for? I don't know if anyone knows right now. <laughs> yeah, at this point. It's I... kind of up in the air. Here's, okay, I was, I, I'm frustrated with this. Yeah. This thing is stressing me out. Yeah. Because, you know, in the last election, Trudeau promised that we were going to have electoral reform. Mm. And that this election, rather than voting Against one thing, yeah. right? Strategically, we can just vote with our hearts. Oh, you want to vote for the Greens? That's fine. You can vote for the Greens, and they might get a seat. We don't get really worried about it. Yeah, we don't get to worry about like defeating like, the conservatives or whatever. Yeah. Being strategic with your vote or anything like that, right. or You're vice versa. What you really feel, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And that was the promise. Yeah. And then he did this. Uh, well, we sent out a survey, and I, you know, people weren't really into it, so uh, we're just going to keep doing the same thing we're already doing. And now, with this election, because the NDP has fallen way behind in national polls, and the mm-hmm. Greens are kind of still down there pretty low, it's between the liberals and the conservatives. And we're almost getting to a point, like it is down in the States, where we get two choices. Yeah. You want bad or not quite as bad, but also bad? Yeah. That's no fun. Nah. Um, here's what you want to hear Trudeau talking? Yeah, sure. Yeah, here he's talking. As Canadians, we get to make an important choice about the future of our country. 
we get to decide what kind of future we want to build together. I'm sorry, that's just <laughs> what what is yeah, great. Yeah, obviously that's what that's we're doing what here. Cool, cool, cool. Um cool. but wasn't Elizabeth May in uh Victoria? She was. And uh, that's what I'm reading, too, is that the Greens uh, are trying to obviously get more seats. And Vancouver Island, certainly, is a place where it looks like they think they can do that. Here's mm. Elizabeth May. She was in Victoria this morning. Have a chit-chat. To Canadians, I ask you to consider how much happier you'll be with your vote when you know you're voting for a candidate, a party, and a leader who has your back, who earns your trust, who never lets you down, who never makes a promise we can't keep. Mm. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. yeah. So I'm stressed. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, you, you know, you can ask you me who are you going to vote for. Most times, I'll, I'll be able to tell you. Yeah. I'll this, tell you right now. But with this one, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to take me some time, a lot of research, a lot of pulling my hair out, a lot of crying maybe in order to figure out who I want to vote for. And here's the really important thing, Jen, yep. is that, like I said, you know, it, it becomes a dangerous thing when you get to like it is in the States with this two-party system, this choice of bad or worse. That's brutal. Mm -hmm. But what you don't want to have happen is, and what happens in the States a lot, I think, is a lot of voter apathy. And let's not do Ooh, that here in Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, it does feel like it's a frustrating situation, this vote and everything like that. But don't let that get you down. Don't let it feel like you're not important. Do go out there and participate in this process. And uh, certainly we can uh, change the course of this country, I think. Oh, it came into work today. Hmm? Bossman and others were saying, ooh, there's a weird negative energy in the world right now. Yeah. Everyone's saying it. I'm feeling it. And you know what it is. Tomorrow's a spooky day. Tomorrow's the full moon and Friday the 13th. All People's together. People's actions and behaviors. Come back to them. Yeah, we're getting all yeah linked up with the moon right now. Things are happening. I don't know if that's the case, but there is a lot of people who are, yeah, saying that they're feeling a little negative right now. Tomorrow's full harvest moon is also a micro moon. Yeah. Why is that? Because it's small, it's far away and it's elliptical orbit. That's right. Orbit. It's the farthest. So it's going to look about like 14% smaller uh, than like the bright super moon in February that we saw. Ugh. 14%. 14%. But the thing is, that. is that it's going to be kind of like this tomorrow, just like rainy and gray. Oh. So we likely won't see any of it. I really hope that Dude. it clears at one point yeah. when it's at its like peak, which I think is around like 930. Okay. Um, and you know when, I, that's my favorite, when there's a full moon and the clouds just kind of move across it and you yeah. can see it. And then a wolf howls in the background. That always happens. But um, it's also Friday the 13th and that's a very superstitious, superpitious day. Yeah. You know? We are going to celebrate Friday the 13th tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to do all the things that are supposed to be bad luck and <laughs> prove that it's a silly nonsense. And see what terrible things happen to Paul tomorrow. What is going to happen? What possibly? If you have any suggestions too, what are some like classic superstitions, things that bring bad luck? We got like a ladder, you know, there's black cats crossing yeah. your path. If you have a mirror that we could have to smash, I'd appreciate that. I also just want to smash a mirror because yes. that would be satisfying. So fun. Yeah. Get a sledgehammer to it. What else? Salt. Throwing salt somewhere or something. Spilling it around. One of those things. We're going to try them all. Man. See if it's real. 
Trevor who said to us, he's like, since there's so negative vibes out these days, if you think that, he's like, I just want to flip it and reverse it and find out how, how hard you got to work it with some positive vibes from ah, his And that's what you do, and that's that. what I believe. And we yeah, talked yeah. about today in our meeting that I'm very powerful. And that's why I'm uh, these... You talked about how you're powerful. We and did not talk about how you are powerful. It came out that I'm very powerful. And that's what happens <laughs> when this negativity comes. You just like use your own positive vibes yeah, and just yeah. push back. That's why none of these bad luck charm nonsense things will work on me tomorrow. And in fact, if you want to oh. come and pet my head if, because I'm such good luck, do it. Does it have to be bald for that? Huh? Wax your head first and then you can come pet his head. I got some bald spots you can pet. Oh, sweet. Cool. Lucky you. Not on my head. I'll find you a bald patch. I'll find you a smooth patch. I got some smooth patches, I think. Lucky us. Back here. Okay, you don't need to show me your smooth patches. Put your smooth patches away. I, I shouldn't say I'm impressed because, I mean, I don't want to, like, support this behavior, but I'm a little impressed by this this driver who was caught eating ramen with chopsticks while driving. Yeah. I'm just baffled at how that was even possible. Really? You don't do a two-handed eat-and-drive thing? I can't. I got a little stick. I got, I got uh... to use both my hands. It's a little bit more tricky. I would say that, like, uh, 60% of all the food I eat is behind the wheel. Oh, my gosh. I eat while I'm driving so often. It's not good. It's not okay. So this happened in Kelowna, and uh, they gave her a ticket. It was like $368 and then plus six points on her license as well. Um, and they are obviously reminding people to not eat ramen behind the wheel, but it also was uh, an extreme case, and they're very aware of that, that because I've always wondered, are, can you get ticketed just from like eating, like say, a granola bar or something behind the sure, wheel? Yeah, yeah. Does that count as distracted driving, multitasking behind <laughs> the wheel? Um, and they are saying that they're not like super, super particular about that in general, as long as there's at least like one hand on the wheel and right. you're not like you know double fisting a bowl of cereal on the way to work kind of thing. Well, yeah. So this woman, her actual <laughs> fine was two thousand dollars, eh? Oh, it was two thousand. Yeah, she went to court. She like testified and all this stuff. She's like, oh, you know, I had three things. Fingers on my left hand on the wheel, and I was going no more than 10 kilometers oh over the limit. And, all this. and they were like, no, you are, you're eating with chopsticks. No, $2,000, six penalty points. Yeah. I We were saying, like, there's no, well, it's interesting, granola bar. That's a decent thing to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those protein bars yeah, or whatever. Yeah, see if you're, like, feeling a little lightheaded, you need to get your sugar sure. up, you know. I was saying, like, anything that's on a stick. But kebabs are so rare out in the world, really. <laughs> oh, I love a kebab, but still, it's like not great. Yeah, not accessible. Corn dog, corn dog. If you can find it, sure. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? Well, the corn dog, I want it to be like just doused in condiments, and then that's it's, you get dripping all over yourself, right? And that's distracting. That is distracting. There's, that's more distracting because you're like, oh, mustard. Oh, I'm not looking. Whoa, 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 right? Yeah, no sauce allowed. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Okay. Well, I was looking at the photo of her ramen, and it looked really good. Now you're hot for ramen. Yeah. What is this thing your sister made for you? So my sister made me ramen the other night, and uh, it was just regular, like, compliments brand instant noodles. Not even Mr. Noodles. Not even Mr. Noodles, no. (laughs) But it was so good because she cracked an egg in it, which is a key move if you want instant ramen. And then we get those Costco kimchi buckets, and she put some of that kimchi in there, and it was delightful. That's how you up your ramen game. While the water is boiling, you just crack an egg to it and cooks it? Yeah, and it makes it all creamy, and oh, it's so good. Okay. Oh no, we're the bearers of bad news here for Fernwood. We're bears. <laughs> we're the bears of the bad news.
<laughs> We're called Bad News Bears. <laughs> cute. Um, so, Fernwood. What is Fernwood known for? Being cute. Yeah, it's so right? cute. The cute community. Belfry, yes. Oh, their little cozy, center. Artistic. There. Yes. yes. Oh, it's um, a bit of a hippie vibe. Those there, mini little that? libraries. They have those oh, cool hubs yeah, where it's those. like community hubs and mm-hmm. stuff. Funky, um, fresh Fernwood. Also, what I love so much are their hydro poles. They're all painted by different artists around the community. That's my favorite thing. Oh, I love it so much. Well, you can't do that anymore. What? No. Why? You're not allowed. What? Um, well, so BC Hydro, uh. they kind of, they let them do it. And it was just something that they're like, okay, we're just going to be quiet about it. And you guys can just do that. That's fine. We won't, you know, tell you not to do that. But... But um, I guess it, like the paints and everything, kind of deteriorates the poles a little bit and can cause some problems. And also it masks all the other problems that could be hidden behind the poles that they look for. So it is actually becoming a problem. And now they're saying, sorry, we can't allow you to paint the poles anymore, even though it's really cute. No more painted poles. So now someone from BC Hydro is going to have to come out, what, and like pressure wash all these poles? So. And oh, that's yeah, such a sad it. job. It is imagine. so sad. This is, I mean, sad. I'm very, very sad to hear about all of this. But also it's like, okay, this is actually a safety thing now. Okay, I get it. But you know what? If anyone in any neighborhood in all of Victoria mm-hmm. is going to figure out a way to replace it and mm-hmm. the artistic expression, it's Fernwood. That's so true. what's next? Your fences, your stop signs. There you go. Maybe it's like your fire hydrants. Just the sidewalk in general. Maybe be more creative with your free piles. Just paint your cars. Yeah. Paint your houses that way. That's a great idea. Cool. Missing Horn is by Flora Cash in the zone of 913. Oh. Sorry, I can't see anything. What does that say? Missing horn, that's what I said. I just miss horn so much. I got a missing horn. I should have one and it's missing. Where'd my horn go? Yeah. What kind of horn? Uh, Found it. (laughs) (laughs) Missing home by Flora Cash. Let us know what you think of that one. Oh, it's it's a real... uh... It's good to cry too. Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud, resident geek for The Zone at 91.3, and since 2012, I've been talking geeky stuff with Dylan and Jason, Wednesdays at 7.20 in the morning zone. Stuff like apps and websites and gadgets and toys, but also handy tips on staying safe online, making your life needlessly more silly, or just better living through geekiness. So it's Bud's Weekly Geek Out, and it's on the radio, but it's also a podcast. So if you'd like to be a little bit more geeky, please subscribe at thezone.fm slash podcast, or find it wherever fine podcasts are sold. Bye!